Support for MVY's Shakedown Stream comes from Praxis Consulting Incorporated, working with insurance companies to increase their profitability through subrogation and recovery efforts. They're committed to improved recoveries, best practices, and better yield. More info by emailing info at praxisconsulting.com. Well, me oh my. Happy New Year. Happy 2018. Right here on MVY Radio, you're streaming none other than Shakedown Stream, a place for deadheads and fanatics of the Grateful Dead music. We're going to start off this year with some great tidbits and nuggets from other past New Year's shows of the Grateful Dead. And right now, why don't we get started with this tune, which may be one of the longest ever played. 1984 Grateful Dead right now. Tell me, I know, huh? 
street Speed the heart of town Driven this town ain't got no fun Just gotta poke around Nothing shaking on shakedown street Speed the heart of town New Year once again. That was Shakedown Street from the San Francisco Civic Auditorium on a New Year's of 1984, 1231 1984. And I don't know if it's the longest one, but I think it it very well might be the longest Shakedown Street there is. We'll have to do some research on that. It is friggin' cold outside. We in the Northeast, even out in the Midwest, it's cold. It was 8 degrees here on Martha's Vineyard on New Year's Eve night when 2018 came in, which is very unusual for our little island. Usually we are a little bit warmer than other places in New England, but whoa. But to keep on going, we got to keep poking around. And maybe this tune, Mr. Pigpen from 1970, will warm us up right on. Doctor, 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 
Mr. Pigman giving us the rap, giving us the sermon from 123170 Winterland in San Francisco. Yeah, he, uh, you know, he went to see his doctor and asked him what was wrong with him. And uh, the doctor said, you got to have love, just a little bit love. You might be dissatisfied walking down the street, but you got to have some good old loving. And if you got some love in your heart, you might be standing on the corner selling dope, or you might be a millionaire. But all you need is just a little bit. Just a little bit of good loving. Right on. Well, I hope you guys had a good Christmas. Um, I, Santa brought me a turntable, which has uh, some kind of Bluetooth capability. Um, but I was like, Kind of feeling left out of some of these Grateful Dead vinyl releases. And I thought, you know, I would that would be cool to get that. And so Santa hooked me up. Which brings me to this, that uh, the 2018 
7-inch single subscriptions are now available at dead.net. And I believe the next one up will be a, a 45, that's what I call them, uh, Uncle John's Band on one side and New Speedway Boogie on the other. Yeah. So let's keep things warm here. It's 11 degrees outside here of the MVY Radio Studio. Let's go to 1976, The Grateful Dead. Here we go. And it's 8. And it's 7. And it's 6. And it's 5. And it's 4. 3. 2. One, and here we go!
It's Just a Dream, Sugar Magnolia, which brought in the 1977 year at the Cow Palace, 1231-1976, an official Grateful Dead release. Well, cool. My name's Jerry Bear. I'm your host, and uh, it's good to be in the studio kicking off 2018 on Shakedown Stream. This is episode 515. Wow. Looks like there might be a new photography book out about the Grateful Dead. It's called Eyes of the World, Grateful Dead Photography between 1965 and 95 by Lenny Sinclair, I think. Yeah. Cool. It's always cool. There's new stuff coming out all the time. I'm a big fan of Jay Blakesbury. And I'm a big fan of Susan Millman as Grateful Dead photographers. But what's important is that all of the photo- photographs that have ever been taken by the Grateful Dead are all in one place so we can all see them. Speaking of, I want to take us to Santa Rosa, California at the fairgrounds in 12-12-1970. This is some unique jamming and it does tie into our theme from last week. Check it out right here on Shakedown Stream. Thank you. 
going down the road feeling bad. Going down the road feeling bad. Hey, yeah. Don't want to be treated this way. Going where the climate suits my clothes. Going where the climate suits my clothes. I'm going where the climate suits my clothes. Don't want to be treated this way. Going down the road, feeling bad. Going down the road, feeling bad.
Well, right on. Just a little jam in there from 12, 12, 70, 1970. Santa Rosa Fairgrounds in Santa Rosa, California. And that was a St. Stephen jam coming out of Darkness Jam, out of going down the road feeling bad. Just a tidbit, that was a much longer jam, but I don't want to repeat too many tunes on this week's stream. Hope you like that. Uh, the Darkness Jam, they only played it four times between May of 1970 and uh, playing the last one sometime in 1971. And it's a, it's, a, it's a melody, like an old folk song. I can never place it, but the, a Darkness Jam. Cool. And then, uh, you know, I'm still, I kind of felt like we rushed through St. Stephen, like we could have done two or three more months on St. Stephen, but there's so much ground to cover when it comes to Grateful Dead material. There's so much live stuff. Well, cool. I hope you guys uh, are staying warm, having fun, uh, putting out some good intentions for 2018. I was thinking... Better communication, more compassion, trust, and uh, more love, right? So our featured show is going to be the New Year's show from 1987 at the Oakland Coliseum Arena, and uh, which just got posted uh, December 1st, 2017 by the awesome guy, Charlie Miller. I think that'll be fun. It has some stuff that doesn't come on the show, so uh, we'll talk more about that. But let's get to some bare essentials. And considering that Bobby and Phil are going to be playing in March, I thought, let's play this from 2009. Right on. In the famous Kilroy moment. Well, hey, thank you all for coming out and joining us to make this music. Uh, I forgot how intense it was here in Philadelphia. Well, maybe we haven't been in such a large place with so many of you for a while. So thanks for coming out and bringing the magic of the community, which we, none of us can survive without. But as always, I'm, I'm moved in many ways by uh, shows like this and moments like this. I'm only alive today because a young man woke up one morning and said to his mom, hey, if anything ever happens to me, I want to be an organ donor. I'm a liver transplant survivor, and that young man saved eight lives, including mine. So I want to ask you all to emulate his generosity of spirit, his nobility, his courage, and turn to the person that you love the most and say to them, hey, if anything ever happens to me, I want to be an organ donor. It's the simplest thing in the world. And there you've done it. So like all great ideas, it's really simple. So God bless you, thank you for listening, and we have one more for you.
lots of rain. I don't know who put it there. Believe it if you need to, or leave it if you dare. Just a box of rain, wore a ribbon for your hair. Such a long, long time to be gone, and you're short. That's Phil Lesh singing Box of Rain from May 1st, 2009 at the Philly Spectrum with the incantation of the dead, which uh, Warren Haynes was with the band, but certainly Phil, Bobby, I think Billy, and I think Mickey, and maybe Jimmy Herring, Rob Baracco, certainly. I kind of forget. I went to some of those shows, but boy... That was a while ago now. It's hard to believe that it's 2018, but it is. So yeah, this is our featured show for our January 2nd, 2018 episode of Shakedown Stream. We're going to be going to Oakland, California, where they did a lot of New Year's shows. I went to one there. Cool place. Um... And so this one, I want to, we got to thank Charlie Miller, and he thanks David Gans for the tapes of this show. Um, he's remastered it, cleaned it up, made it cool. And uh, there's a lot of radio interviews in this, which uh, why don't we check out, see how it goes, and then we'll get right into the music of the Grateful Dead right here on Shakedown Stream. Story almost any time. I don't know who's underneath that suit. But I'm gonna I'm gonna talk to you first because uh, the, the duck can come back. Uh, wh- uh, what is your your name, please? Catherine. And how did you uh, find your way to the stage? Uh, it was hard, but there was a path. There was. And and you found your way up here, and uh, just by chance. It was chance. It was like uh, Russian roulette in a way. Like Russian roulette. Yes. I see, I see. Well, uh, do you know, uh, have you ever seen the uh, the Neville Brothers before? Yes, I have. Have you ever seen them on tape before? Yes, I have. And uh, I think what I think what we're going to do, t- tell me your name again, I'm sorry. It's Catherine, Catherine. Catherine, uh, we have a thing that uh, we, we call the press box, it's upstairs. Oh. And uh, we have uh, uh, some uh, young people up there, Justin uh, Kreutzmann and uh, his friend Gabe is up there. And uh, uh, I understand that uh, we have a camera that is also working upstairs. So in a few minutes, we're going to send it up to the press booth. Now, I want to ask you, have you seen a lady in a silver suit with white hair? Because there have been several people, including the duck, who have come up to me and said that they were directed here by a lady in a silver suit. Yes, from the Future Blender. She sent me up here. Now, I don't know what's going on, Catherine. This lady in the silver suit materialized on the stage and uh, I don't know what purposes she has I think she's from the future and I can't tell what the problem is but I'm glad that you came here uh, to join me 
And uh, I think what we'll do right now is cut upstairs to the press box as I understand that uh, they've managed to get a camera working up there. Let's go up to the press box. Justin, what's going on up there? You and Gabe, what's happening? Well, Tom, we're just uh, checking out the show from the press box. Great pair of seats, especially for free. So, uh, Gabe, what do you think of uh, the Looters and the Nevels? Well, I really love the Nevels. I, I've seen them many times. They're one of my favorites. I've never seen the Looters before, but they definitely seem like a hot band. Yeah, I, I agree. And we got a few other of our friends here. Uh, here's a Trixie Garcia. Trixie, why don't you introduce your friends and uh, sort of tell how you guys came to be at a dead show? Um, this is one of my friends. I'm Ruby. Hi. Hi, I'm Freya. So uh, you guys are, are pretty young, you know. The Grateful Dead may not be real hip uh, to some people your age. Uh, how'd you guys come to the show? Well, I came because my mom bought me and I wanted to see Trixie. Well, I came with my brother. We drove here from Oregon and I hadn't seen Trixie for a long time. I just came. Very friendly group of people. I have no choice. <laughs> no choice, of course. I can agree. Well, Gabe, you know, we, we've sort of been around for a few years. How, how, do you, how do you think the Grateful Dead scene has changed? Oh, well, they've definitely, the crowd has grown even more in the past year or so. Um, I've been listening to the Dead for probably three or four years, and the crowd's always been nice and mellow, and now it's getting bigger and bigger. But everybody seems to be getting along pretty well. I don't know, have you been listening to the Dead for a while? Do you like them? Well, uh, since birth, I think. Um, I think my first show was like Woodstock, maybe at three months. Yeah, yeah, I remember Woodstock. Yeah, that was, I was, that was yeah, a I good show. Woodstock, yeah. yeah, I was in my mom's stomach. Yeah, I was in the movie. But uh, what, do you, what do you guys think of all the all the deadheads and everything? How about Trixie? Your dad is sort of pretty successful. What, what is, how do you feel about it? I think it's great. I mean, that all the people can enjoy the same thing, you know? What do you, what do you guys think of all the crowds and all the excitement and everything? Well, some of the crowd are weird. <laughs> weird? Oh, they're not weird. See, look, it's festive. It's festive. Everyone's having fun. Come on, this is this, this got to be better than uh, better than school. So um, I guess uh, if there's nothing else here. Let's go um, back to Tom. Uh, thank you, Justin. Uh, you, you did uh, very very well there. Next time, maybe we'll have you interview someone that you haven't known for 18 years. Right now, uh, she once again materialized, of course, while the camera was off, but. Future lady, your name has come up several times already this evening, and uh, I, I'm going to have to ask you to answer a few more questions. Uh, no, 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 Tom, that's against the rules. Well, what rules are these, time lady? Uh, I'm not at liberty to discuss what rules I come here by, but we, when we check out a time blender, we have to. There's an 800 number we can call if we go against the the rules, but if they pull the warranty for the trip, um, I could be prevented from ever coming again. I, I see. Uh, I, I see. Uh, now, this is this is for traveling through time. That's correct. But can you make frozen pina coladas in it? Yeah, but they might wind up in the uh, Holocene age. I see. Well, as long as we're on the subject of time, and I, I I can't think of anything more relevant to discuss with you. What do you what do, what do you do for fun? What's your favorite time? I mean, you're here at the Grateful Dead concert. Where where else do you do you go since you have all of time to travel through? Well, about 8,000 years ago, a new island pushed up off the coast of what is now Hawaii. Oh. And it made a wonderful hot tub. Oh, because I, I love Hawaii now, but there's all these condos and stuff. It must about what year you're talking about? About 8,000 years ago from this time. Ooh, it must have been uh, really choice. 
It was a beautiful time. So did you materialize on the beach somewhere? Well, actually, it was a favorite destination point for a lot of um, time travelers a few years ago. But uh, Can you tell us which island it was? I mean, I don't know, maybe the, the names have changed. Can yeah. you tell us some of the features of which Hawaiian yeah. island? That island has already subsided and is gone. I see. It's just a reef now with little, pretty little fish swimming around in it. Okay, uh, future lady, I, I, we're just starting to scratch the surface of this time travel thing, but uh, uh, right now I'm told that another machine uh, has come to life and we have a video. Do you have videotape in the future? Uh, no, we don't. We have instantaneous matter transmission. We don't need videotape. Our data recordings is all done by uh, right through the skin, a skin graft, and uh, it's all a holographic cybernetic um, um, it's, you have them now. I think they're called uh, biomass. Yes. Well, I suppose if, if a mistake happened or if machines malfunctioned, you could just travel back in time and correct everything. That's right. There, that 800 number I was talking to you about. If I Can you get that thing to take us back right now about a half an hour? We could. We could. Wait, I'll push the start. Well, wait a minute. We're going to work on the time blender for a minute. Right now, let's see if you can kick that videotape machine and... Uh, Let's let's ask. Let's go for ask the band. I'm from this little town called DeKalb. You were there in 1977, and I hope you're going to come back again. That's my question. Could you come back? When you come, could Bobby stay at my house? <laughs> sure. What you got in your refrigerator, sweetheart? Um, <laughs> not a bad idea. Uh, DeKalb. DeKalb. Yeah. There's some college there, I think. Yeah. yeah. We'll be back to DeKalb yeah, any right day away. now. Next week. Soon. Jerry, I want to know if you wear socks to bed. Of course. Me? Yeah. I'm sure. Business. I wear five or six on one foot. <laughs> and nothing on the other one. Right. But he paints his toenails on that one. You see, he's got to let it dry. So he hangs Guy's got to have a hobby. To Bob Weir, when, if ever, are you going to get trucking straight? Really want to know. <laughs> <laughs> when, when, if ever. It's always straight, isn't it? It doesn't it's bother me that much. <laughs> there, there is no I would dignify that no with an answer. <laughs> what is the meaning of Giacomo Fino Hanane, Giacomo Finane? I can answer that. It means fuck the big boss if you don't like what he says. Or essentially, essentially. It means up yours. Yeah. No, essentially what Giacomo it means is Fina Giacomo Finane. Finane means. Uh, uh, you know, it's your elegant posterior, and Giacomo <laughs> means uh, Giacomo or Jaca is sort of like kiss, and Mo is my, and so figure it out. Tell him to get off your case. Yeah, I have a question for the band. Um, what, what's your favorite drink? Perrier. Well, I like a, I like a man. I like to settle back with a nice Manhattan sunrise, which is uh, what was it? Uh, um, kerosene and, and green alcohol with a floater of uh, of, of uh, sixty weight oil, yeah, and a and a dead rat with a nail in it. Um, you know, not a great big Norwegian grade, you know, just a little cocktail rat. Right, a cocktail rat. Does have a few? Not a big buck. Yeah, right. Not a great big. Not a buck rat. Not a great big buck Norwegian gray or anything like that. Just a little right. cocktail rat. Yeah. Mm. Delicious. Dan, can I get up there and get a good look at your hardware, please? Yeah. Oh, hardware this, buddy. <laughs> father, father darling, when do I get my car? Why I oughta.
Okay, uh, uh, ladies and gentlemen, uh, welcome back from uh, Ask the Band. Uh, just a moment ago, the future lady uh, was standing here and uh, she disappeared. I don't know where she went, but uh, uh, she asked me to uh, to uh, ask the, this person. Uh, excuse me. Wh what's your name, please? Grateful Duck. Grateful Duck. In case you couldn't hear through the bill, uh, Grateful Duck. Uh, uh, I have never met you before, but uh, I understand that uh, you're a single duck here tonight. Is that correct? Uh, yeah, I used to be married to San Diego chicken. You used to go out with the San Diego chicken. What happened? Well, we had a falling out, but got a divorce. It's okay, though, because I'm here. Okay. I, I was having a little trouble uh, hearing you there, but I heard something about San Diego chicken and you were divorced. Are you... Uh, are you dating anybody now? I'm a Minnesota Viking. You, you, what, the guy from the Minnesota Vikings? Oh, that's very sweet. Well, uh, of course, uh, we all hope that uh, the Vikings get a playoff spot, but uh, whether they do or not, I, I, I don't know. Uh, now, have you ever met the future lady before, or did you just meet her this evening as we have? <laughs> yes, that's, that's what I thought. Well. Uh, Grateful Duck, uh, I'm going to have to uh, quiz you a little more here uh, uh, backstage. Uh, but right now, uh, I think uh, what we're going to do is uh, we have a tape of Mr. Spock doing the Vulcan mind meld on... on no? Uh, I've just... Uh, the man in the cans here has told me that it's time for Ask the Band. So uh, I guess we're going to go back... We're going to go back to Ask the Band. Ask the Band. Now, Grateful Duck, tell me about this. You and the San Diego Chicken. I want to know what kind of pets you guys have and um, if you could talk a little about them. We all got lots of dogs. Big, lots of big mean dogs. Mean I have a Burmese python. Wow. You don't have any dogs? I have a salamander. No dogs. And, of course, Brent doesn't want to talk have, about his gerbils. I have my gerbils. <laughs> when Bob Weir sings, why does he, like, when he's getting into a song, you know, he sings great. I love his songs, but he always goes... I guess he tightens up his lips like there's something, like he's really tensed out when he's singing. I don't understand. Why does he do that? Why do you do that? Why do you do that? Here's yeah. the I've always wanted to know, why do you do that? Why do you do that? Yeah, why? Well, listen, I'll work on it. I'll work on it's it. It's bugging me, teeth? too. It's always bugged me. He's cleaning his teeth I off. think you should do it more. I yeah, like when you cross your eyes. Instead of just before it. Mickey likes when I cross my I love eyes, it. But I'll bet she doesn't. <laughs> we, we were just married a couple days ago. We went to ask Jerry what's the best advice he can give a couple of newlyweds. At last. <laughs> Don't get married. It's too late now. <laughs> hey, Bobby, I've seen pictures of you with uh, long hair and trying to look like Donna and trying to look like a girl. I'm just wondering why you do it. It's a subject I simply just don't want to discuss. <laughs> Where was this guy during the 60s? <laughs> oh, never mind. <laughs> Bob used to look better than a girl. Like to ask Jerry who picks out his wardrobe for him. Question. I do. Um, <laughs> for, this year's, for, this, for this year's New Year's. My designer, Robert. <laughs> for this, for yet, this year's New Year's, we, we thought we'd go with the simple yet elegant black t-shirt um, adorned by uh, maybe a, really, a, a similarly colored uh, dark corduroy. Nice and maybe, color. <laughs> yeah, we got the black shoes to complete the getup. <laughs> Uh, this was a. That's the, the only down, other, the, the only other choice was his Aztec sun god outfit, and everybody's tired of that. <laughs> yeah. 
Hey, like, we have a question. Yeah, we've been talking. We've been talking a lot. We've been wondering, like, in the future, when the Pentagon's abandoned, like, what, what should we do with it? What would you guys do with it? We'll move in. We'll move in. <laughs> bowling it's alley. We're looking for a new yeah, place. Yeah, it'll make a great bowling alley. You're <laughs> right on, Bill. Five lanes. <laughs> 15 million lanes. <laughs> hey, Jerry, what's the deal with Teresa? Can I take her out? Hey, Teresa. <laughs> Anytime. Anytime. Take her, she's yours. Where's Trixie? Did you hear that? Okay, well, I'm talking to Brent, and I was just wondering how you make those little noises on your keyboards on Cryptical because. I don't know, they're kind of inspiring. I don't, I don't make those we noises agree. out of my keyboard. They come out of my mouth. <laughs> Jerry, why didn't you send me a Christmas card this year? I sent you three. I sent you nine. Hi, I'm Gus, and I want to know who the Grateful Dead is and why they follow me around everywhere I go. <laughs> we know everything there is to know about you, Gus. Don't worry about Gus. Oh, darn it, he found out we were following him. Oh. Okay, uh, that was Ask the Band. Uh, right now I'm told that uh, Gabe and Justin up in the press box have found somebody that they haven't met before, and uh, I, apparently there's a story breaking up there. Let's head up to the press box. What's happening up there, Justin and Gabe? Well, well, Tom, it's uh, pretty exciting. Uh, we're standing here with, uh, what's your name? Edward Johnson. So how do you like the show, Edward? Do you think they're playing pretty well so far? Oh, yeah. I haven't seen uh, the Nevels for a while. It sounded pretty good. Pretty wild show so far. Right. Um, yeah. where, where do you live? Did you uh, drive all the way out here? Or? Oh, I flew in from Minneapolis Christmas morning. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Did you have any trouble getting here? Or? I'm staying with friends of mine, uh, Jim and Jane, Jimmy Oss, and uh, Jane Hartman from Minneapolis. Be sure to send them all a thank you note. Jen. Yeah. Um, sounds good. Anything you'd like to say uh, for your friends back home? Yeah, I got some friends at home watching, uh, Mahoney's and Whoever, Darren and friends, hope you're gonna enjoy the show. It's great out here. So you expecting a big, exciting set from the dead now? Oh uh, yeah, I think so. Pretty exciting. Maybe a shakedown to start. So you think this this will be, you think, the best Grateful Dead concert ever? I didn't hear the question. You think this will be the best Grateful Dead show ever? Yeah, right here. Yeah, out of the four, it's gonna be one of the better ones. So if it's not, write to him. So uh, tell us something else. Like, what, what's your fondest memory of a dead show? Grant's memory so far, probably the Watchtower was real hot, and uh, the uh, Dear Mr. Fantasy was incredible. I walked right down behind Brent and watched uh, Brent and Jerry play the Fantasy. It was incredible. It's real good sound in here, and hopefully uh, I'll be wild tonight. It's surround us on. Yeah, well, you know. So, um, like, what what would you suggest to the band if they could do anything different? What would you suggest? So long, Minneapolis. Enjoy the show, country. So, okay, well, um, thanks, Edward. Now back to Tom. Justin and Gabe, I'm sorry to interrupt you. You're doing so well. But uh, I, I managed to find at least a couple girls to talk to. Uh, girls, uh, well, let's just start out with the, with the basic stuff because the band isn't anywhere near the stage yet. And uh, this is called vamping. But I want to start out with your names. My name's Tess Felix. Tess Felix. How am I going to remember that? Hang on. Okay. And your name? Nancy Clark. And Nancy Clark. Okay. Tess and Nancy, you know each other? Yes, we do. Yeah. All right. They, they agree so far. Uh, how'd you get backstage? Our friend Lope. He's doing the working on the video. Oh, Lope. Yeah. He didn't have any tickets for me. And you know Lope too? Yes. Okay. Lope's on our crew here, our uh, 
a crack crew. I think he's the actual guy who plugged the uh, the plug back into the wall. Well, uh, how many uh, are you guys deadheads? I'm a Neville head. You're a Neville head. Well, that's novel. I'm, we're glad to have you here because, of course, the place is filled with deadheads. And uh, it's nice to get a break every once in a while because uh, everyone wants to know what they're going to play. But at least you can talk about something else, right? Right. So, uh, so tell us about the Nevilles because everybody at home is into the Grateful Dead and stuff. And I'll hand it to either one of you girls. Uh, tell us something about the Nevilles before the Grateful Dead come on. What do you know about them? I think she knows a lot more about them than I do. Well, we'll see about that. Tell us something that we don't know already. They're just really great. They're from New Orleans. Okay, that's what I thought. That's what I thought. Now, well, let's get below it. Have either one of you ever dated a member of the Nevilles? No, but I'd like to date Aaron. A and Aaron is the guitar player? No, he's the singer. Oh, he's the singer. One of the lead singers. Oh, okay. Well, uh, maybe we can get someone to introduce you to him. That'd be nice. Maybe, in fact, if he's backstage listening to this now, uh, Tess here would, would like to talk to you. Um, you know... Just something discreet, maybe a little glass of wine in the backstage area that Bill Graham has provided, of course, complimentary beverages for everybody on the video crew tonight. So, girls, I, I want you to know that uh, uh, you should go backstage and look for the Nevilles and, uh, and look for Bill Graham, too, and, and thank him for the, for the wonderful evening that he's provided for us. Now, uh, have you ever been to a Grateful Dead concert before? I don't think so. You don't think so? Well, the answer is no to that, because you'd remember, I'm sure. We haven't been. You haven't been to a Grateful Dead concert. Well, you know about that they take... Yeah? Girls, I'll tell you about the Grateful Dead in just a second here. Right now, uh, moments ago, uh, ladies and gentlemen, uh, we understand that our radio audience has uh, joined us. At about 400 stations all across the country, uh, the DIR uh, FM stereo... Uh, stations. We'd like to welcome all of our radio listeners. Uh, you're missing, of course, the great visual treat folks at home, but uh, the band is about to come on stage and uh, won't make that big a difference. I don't think I'm on camera anymore. The little red light went out. Well, in that case, we're going to look toward the stage now. I'm going to have to give you a thrilling word picture. Girls, you can help me if you want. Uh, we'll look back there now. Uh, I didn't see anybody in the band back there, but the audience is going nuts. Oh, there's Lopi, your friend down there. Oh, there's Weir. He's on the stage. Thank God. There's Jerry. He's, of course, token on a Paul Mall. That's about it these days. We're going to let him tune up, though. You know, you don't want to pressure these guys. Grateful Dead don't respond to that, see? It would have been nice if they had been on 10 minutes ago, but, you know... It's their show. And the crowd here knows it. Okay, folks. Let's just send it to the stage. I don't have anything left to say. I want to hear some music. Enjoy it, folks.
you're listening to WMVY.
she's been trouble all my life Run me out in the cold Rain and snow Rain and snow Run me out in the cold
Show. Sure. 
that same song again with nobody. So sweet is passing by. Tell me all that you know. I'll show you snow and rain.
Gotta take a break and get ready for New Year or something like that. Be right back.
Well, Happy New Year. That's right, we're listening to the New Year's show from 1987 of The Grateful Dead. And we just heard The Music Never Stopped on a bird song. When I Paint My Masterpiece, When Push Comes to Shove, Little Red Rooster out of Cold Rain and Snow, The Promised Land out of Bertha to open up the show. And then before that, we heard some interviews. And that was Tom Davis. I don't know if you remember him, but he was part of Saturday Night Live. And he had a partnership with Al Franken, Franken and Davis. And he was a good friend of the dead, good friend of Jerry Garcia. And he um, was a good choice. I um, have this distinct memory of listening to the 1985 New Year's show in my teepee. And I, uh, Colonel Mojave and I and some other friends, uh, we got a generator and we played the radio. And um, one of my friend's girlfriend was with us and she was like, are we going to be listening to the Grateful Dead all night? And we were like, yeah. So there she was, stuck with us in a teepee out in the woods, listening to the New Year's Grateful Dead show from 1985. And I think it was Father Raducci, or whatever, remember that guy? And he was on Saturday Night Live, too. And he was kind of emceeing the show, and then he interviewed Ken Kesey. Big mistake. Ken Kesey didn't let him get away with anything. It was cool. All right, before we get ready for the New Year's extravaganza from the show, let's play some more interviews, and we will also hear from Mason Williams right here on Shakedown Stream. Okay, sure. I'll read what's on the prompter. Okay, uh, for our radio listeners uh, only, we are going to break now. And uh, uh, for the rest of us, we're going to go uh, for local announcements, okay? So stay tuned for this important message, would you? So we're going to break now for local announcements. I'm ready. All right. Uh, I think uh, at this point I should tell you that uh, we can expect something from uh, great American novelist Ken Kesey and uh, his friend, uh, songwriter and... Uh, performer Mason Williams has got something prepared. But in the meantime, uh, uh, since uh, it appears that we have this time, I have Tom Drukey here, who's uh, my technical man. Now, we've been getting messages from deadheads across the country that there's some problem with uh, the video feed or something because of uh, the local affiliates don't know how to adjust the right dial. Is that correct, Tom? That's right. We're having a few little problems, okay, Tom. Okay, correct it for us, would you? Quick. It's very simple. You cable affiliates out there, some of you are getting our stereo combined into mono with one channel out of phase. We can't have that. Most of you are doing a good job, but there are one or two of you out there. You know who you are. Fix it. Make it better. We want great sound for everyone across the United States. Enjoy the show, everybody, okay? Right. You've already screwed up a few tapes, but you know. Yeah, that's right. We can all do better, can't we? That's absolutely right. Okay. Thank you, Tom. Uh, and uh, we'll talk to you a little later if, I, uh, if, we don't, if nothing else is happening. Right now, uh, I, I wish I had a watch, ladies and gentlemen, to tell you how tense it's getting approaching New Year's Eve. And I'm sure uh, we're only uh, moments away. All right. Uh, now, uh, 
Uh, just to get the lowdown uh, here, uh, Shelby, and I, I know I'm only a Shelby, but we know each other real well. We've been working together a couple for, days, right? For hours now. We've been having a good time for hours, Tom. I know we have, Shelby. You don't have to identify yeah, that for I'm me. I'm going to tell you, this is the best set I've seen since yesterday, which was a good set. Yeah, you didn't watch the whole thing. I know you were working. Um, I've been working. That's true. We have some very exciting stuff coming up. Yeah, I know. Let me ask you, did you uh, meet Kevin McHale and Larry Bird? Actually, not only did we meet Kevin McHale, but we met their whole entourage who That's right, and you kicked them off the stage, stage I think, I so we had room to do stage. this. That's but true. we're bringing and them back. We have Bernie here. Bernie we're going to interview a man's skull in a moment. Uh, no, I guess we won't. Uh, Shelby. So, <laughs> Tom, I remember you. Uh, Shelby, so, let, me, let me ask you, do you think Gary Hart... It's got a, a serious chance. I mean, he announced everything before the Christmas break, and we're coming back. Let me ask you, has he got your vote? Well, I think that um, I think I'll try someone else. Actually, well, Louis Abalafia is my favorite candidate. You know, he always runs on the uh, the naked ticket. He has nothing to hide. You've, uh, you know Louis Abalafia. He runs in New York mostly. He's a New York what, runner. In Central Lewis, Park. In I know. Central yeah, Park. it's something. I, Sorry I about that. No, that, that's okay. No, I was asking a serious question, though, Shelby. I, I know. I, we joke around. We kid. We have a good time. But th did you vote in the last presidential election? Yes, I did, actually. And you want to know who I voted yeah, for? Yeah, who did you vote for? I don't know who I voted for. Who, who was that means you voted for Reagan. Did you vote for Reagan? No, I would never vote for uh, Ronald Reagan is not my favorite person. Who is my favorite person? You okay. might want to know. Tom... You're my favorite. Okay, uh, uh, Shelby, uh, the man in the cans, uh, says uh, you got to go. Uh, Thank the Lord and pass the ammunition. Okay. I'm going to go set up our next piece of entertainment. Tom, it's been great. Knock yourself well, out. Well, thank you, Shelby. And uh, let me say that uh, he's, he's a great guy, not only on the camera, but behind the cameras as well, where he's used to being. And uh, while he's organizing things, <clears throat> I guess I'll, um, you know, the interesting thing about a Grateful Dead concert that it's not like uh, old network television, where uh, broadcasting time is considered extremely valuable. Uh, in fact, at an event such as this, uh, we're not really under the pressure to entertain you. And uh, I'm sorry about that, you know. And uh, I wish it was Jerry up here talking to you, but he's tuning up or whatever it is. Now, uh, thank you. Um, Well, you'll all be very excited to learn that I've been informed that uh, Justin and Gabe are back up in the press box. And uh, if you'll recall last time, uh, we had a couple riveting interviews with some Grateful Dead fans. And uh, I, I, I hope this time we, we got a couple pretty girls at least. Justin and Gabe, we're going to go back up to the press booth. We need you guys. Let's find a story up there. Either somebody you don't know or some pretty girls. Let's go back up to the press booth. You guys ready up there? Come on, guys. Hey, Tom, we're here. Okay, you want pretty girls. You want pretty girls. Here you go. How's this one, Tom? Okay, so, so why, why are you at this dead show? How am I? Why are you at the dead show? Oh, because I love the Grateful Dead. I just wondered, you know, I wanted to come and make sure that everybody knew I was here. Well, you obviously are dressed just like uh, every, every deadhead. Um, is there a particular reason why you dress so, so hippie-ish and tie-dyed? Well, should there be a particular reason? No, I, I think she looks fine. Gabe, do you have anything you would like to ask our deadhead here? Here we are. See, we, we, we found a whole passel of deadheads, and as you see, 
They're, they're like what you'd call the, the heavy deadheads. They follow them around from, from place to place, as you can see. All these girls. That's how it comes. So what would you like to say to all the deadheads out there? Hello. <laughs> Very original. Very original. Gabe, uh, so what do you think of the first set, Gabe? Um, I thought it was nice, really nice. Real nice. They're playing real well, I think. Yeah, it sounds like the music's never going to stop. Any any predictions on what do you think the Bill Graham uh, extravaganza will be this year? Um, I don't know. All right, well, uh, so uh, I guess are we, are we going back to Tom? All right. So we're let's go back to uh, Tom. Mason Williams, Mason Williams, ladies and gentlemen, and friends. Thank you. Well, you know, Ken Kesey and I are neighbors up there in Oregon, and we've been doing a show together up there. It's called Of Time and Rivers Flowing, and all the songs in it are about uh, water or rivers. And uh, I'd like to uh, have you see the number that Ken does in the show. Um, so please welcome to the stage, Ken, Uncle Sam Bozo Kesey.
shall we gather at the river where bright angel feet have trod with its crystal tide forever flowing by the throne of God yes we'll gather at the river the beautiful the beautiful river gather with the saints at the river that flows by the throne of God even as we are gathered here today so it is written that we shall someday be gathered on the banks of a mighty river that flows past the throne of God throne of the great God on high. Let's say hallelujah. Hallelujah. This prophecy comes to us in chapter 1, verse 22, book of Revelations, where it says, And he showed unto me a river of life, pure as crystal, flowing out of the throne of God and of the Lamb. Say hallelujah. Hallelujah. Amen. Now, though you Every drop of water is important to a mighty river, for without all those multitude of drops blending together to join into a mighty river, there would be no mighty river. So, just as it is important in water, so is it important in a river of song. I wish to hear every man's voice and every woman's voice and every spirit's voice lifted up here tonight and join with us as we sing that grand old hymn, Shall We? at the river. and praise of his glory that he is going to call me home. Now, I'm ready, but you're not. You're not, otherwise you wouldn't need all these Tim and these Jammies and these Jerry's and these Billy's. So, I want you to reach right down into the, the depths of your diaphragm and raise up your voices in that great old song, Shall We Gather at the River? shining river lay we every burden down grace our spirits will deliver and provide a robe and crown right again now let's reach for it yes we'll gather at the river the beautiful the beautiful river gather with the saints at the river that flows by the throne of Ladies and God. gentlemen, brethren and sisters, life is like a river. We are all like parts of a river flowing along to reach 
our final destination in eternity. But as we flow along, it is a dangerous journey. Around every turn, there are treacherous temptations. And up every backwater, there is badness. And in every shoal, there is sin. And ye know, and I know, where most of these foul waters come from. Ye know, and I know, that these are the polluted waters of booze and dope. Yes, say amen, amen, amen. You would not know it, the gaze upon me here today. But I too once befouled myself with these noxious substances. Yes, I did. Yes, I did. I did. I did. But then one morning, after a long and loathsome night, I gazed up through the horrid haze of my chemical confusion and methought me saw an angel, a beautiful little angel, like a little bird with skinny little bird legs. She was shouting down to me, just say no, my son, just say no. And farther yet above her, I saw her mate, and he was circling around, and he was shouting, just say, I didn't know. I can't be sure of this, but I am sure that I became the confirmed naysayer after hearing the words of this beautiful angel. Do we want to stagger into the light of the Lord? No, 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 no. Do we want to drink beer for Jesus? Drink beer for Jesus. No, no, no. Quench not your thirst for the foamy rivers of beer. For beer is the devil's own elixir from his own private reserve. I say to you that we would be better if we took all of the liquor and the beer and the wine and threw it in the Sacramento River. Say amen. and powders of perdition and threw them in the Sacramento River. Say amen. Yeah. And if we pulled up all those noxious weeds and threw them in the Sacramento River, and ladies and gentlemen, then when this holy work is done,
Green Douglas firs where the waters cut through. Down our wild mountains and canyons she flew. Canadian northwest to the ocean so blue. Let's roll on, Columbia, roll on. Sing it now. Roll on, Columbia, roll on. Roll on, Columbia, roll on. The power is turning our darkness to dawn. So roll on, Columbia, roll on. Other great rivers add power to you. The Yakima Snake and the Klickitattoo, Sandy Willamette and the Hood River too. It's roll on, Columbia, roll on. Roll on, Columbia, roll on. Roll on, Columbia, roll on. Your power is turning our darkness to dawn. the docks. Let's roll on, Columbia, roll on. Roll on, Columbia, roll on. Roll on, Columbia, roll on. The power is turning our darkness to dawn. So roll on, Columbia, roll on. And on up the river is Grand Coulee Dam, the mightiest thing ever built by a man. To run the great factories and water the land. It's roll on, Columbia, roll on. Roll on, Columbia, roll on. Roll on, Columbia, roll on. Your power is turning our darkness to dawn. So roll on, Columbia, roll on. Roll on, Columbia, roll on. Roll on, Columbia, roll on. Pleasure to be here with you on New Year's Eve. Hope to see you again. Thank you. How about a hand for my piano, Art Maddox, my bass player, Forrest Moyer. Thank you, Art. Forrest. I'd like to thank the tech people. They were very, very gracious. Thank you. Okay. Okay, thank you. Thank you very much, Mason Williams. That was beautiful, and uh, thank you, Ken Kesey. Uh, right now, I'm told that uh, we have some videotape recorded earlier this evening when the looters started out this evening. The looters, ladies and gentlemen. We'll be back.
Neville Brothers. Uh, well, uh, apparently we've been getting lots of calls in, and uh, people have been very uh, pleased with the Ask the Band segment of our show tonight. And uh, we went back, we, we found there was a couple more things that we hadn't shown yet. So uh, if we have any more Ask the Band footage, can we, can we see that now? Let's ask the band. I want to know what kind of pets you guys have, and um, if you could talk a little about them. We all got lots of dogs, big, lots of big mean dogs. Mean I have a Burmese python. Wow. You don't have any dogs? I have a salamander. No dogs. And of course, Brent doesn't want to talk have, about his gerbils. I have my gerbils. <laughs> when Bob Weir sings, why does he like, when he's getting into a song, you know, he sings great. I love his songs, but he always goes, 
I guess he tightens up his lips like there's something, like he's really tensed out when he's singing. I don't understand. Why does he do that? Why do you do that? Why do you do that? Here's yeah, the I've always wanted to know, why do you do that? Why do you do that? Yeah, why? Well, listen, I'll work on it. I'll work on it's it. It's bugging me, teeth? too. It's always bugged me. He's cleaning his teeth I think off. you should do it more. I like when you cross your eyes. Instead of just before it. Mickey likes when I cross my I love eyes, it. But I'll bet she doesn't. We, we were just married a couple days ago. We went to ask Jerry what's the best advice he can give a couple of newlyweds. At last. Oh. Don't get married. It's too late now. Hey, Bobby, I've seen pictures of you with uh, long hair and trying to look like Donna and trying to look like a girl. I'm just wondering why you do it. It's a subject I simply just don't want to discuss. <laughs> Where was this guy during the 60s? <laughs> oh, never mind. <laughs> Bob used to look better than a girl. I'd like to ask Jerry who picks out his wardrobe for him. Question. I do. Um, <laughs> for, this year's, for, the, for this year's New Year's. My designer, Robert. <laughs> for this, for yet, this year's New Year's, we, we thought we'd go with the simple yet elegant black t-shirt um, adorned by uh, maybe a, really, a, a similarly colored uh, dark corduroy. Nice and maybe, color. <laughs> yeah, we got the black shoes to complete the getup. Uh, this was a, <laughs> the, the only other, down, the, the only other choice was his Aztec sun god outfit, and everybody's tired of that. <laughs> well, right on. Pretty good. So yeah, this is a repeat of something we've already heard. Um, but I will say that Mason Williams and his friend uh, and friends was pretty good. Now, Mason Williams, uh, you may recognize that song. Uh, he is famous for a song called Classical Gas. He is a classical guitarist. He won a lot of awards for that song. He's also a writer, a comedian, and a poet. And even though he used to live next to um, Mr. Ken Kesey in Oregon, he now resides in Abilene, Texas. He's 79 years old. And uh, he plays a mean classical guitar. Now, one thing that should be noted is that these New Year's shows were always a um, production by Bill Graham, Uncle Bobo, who was famous for playing Cowbell with the Dead in August of 1968, totally dosed. But after he died in 1990, I believe, uh, there were no more New Year's shows because um, it was kind of his thing. One thing about 1987 is they are now a pretty um, successful band with Touch of Grey. And so some of the songs that they played from 12, 27, 28, 29, 12, 30, um, those new songs do appear on each of the shows. A couple... Um, repeat songs like um, Masterpiece, Hell in a Bucket, Uncle John's Band. And I think that um, that may be some of the only repeat songs. The Bird Song was really nice. And it almost seemed like Cold Rain and Snow, Little Red Rooster was could have also been the opening of the first set. Um I know some people think that after Jerry Garcia's coma in December of 1986, that 
you know, the dead were never quite the same. They didn't do the long jams like that they were so famous for before that. But I think that, um, you know, as time went on, things were a little bit more um, hit or miss or a little sketchy with the dead shows. But one thing about the dead shows is there was the band and then there was the people at the dead show. And, you know, it was always um, a connection between the band and the audience and the audience was playing the band just as much as the band was playing the the uh, audience. I thought the song playing in the band really kind of sums it up. All right, so before we get to the Midnight Madness, we're going to play a little bit of this Tom Davis stuff, and then um, you will be on your own for a while. This is definitely one of our longer streams. This is a long show. There's a lot of material here. Right on. We have a clue to maybe what the Bill Graham Spectacular might be. And now, Trixie Garcia, what what do you think it's going to be this year? Well, I think it's going to be like a big cloud, and um, Bill Graham's going to like dress up as a thunderbolt. It's going to be really great. But uh, didn't he already do that? Didn't he already do that? Did he? Yeah, he did. I don't think that's it. Well, well, maybe. Let's talk to, uh, to a couple deadheads. Hi, <laughs> uh, what's your name? Vicky. Where are you from? Uh, Hayward. Hayward. Where you come all, uh, what do you think the big Bill Graham thing is going to be this year? I was thinking of a pyramid or maybe a giant <laughs> crystal cluster. I don't know. Hi, uh, uh, what's your name? My name's Ben. All right, where'd you come from? Rochester, New York. Did you come all the way out here just for the shows? Yes, I did. What What do you think the big Bill Graham thing is going to be? I don't know. I think he might come out on a motorcycle. Hi, Frank. I gotta tell. I gotta say. Hi, that. mom. Yeah. Hi, Frank. Hi, mom. Okay. Well, we we have uh, since we have some uh, some time to fill. Uh, we sort of had our predictions. You can feel the excitement, really. Uh, Gabe, have you been to any New Year's before? Oh yeah, I went to the last two New Year's, and you know. I mean, I was thinking since they've they've had you know cake and they've had mushrooms, I was thinking maybe they'd have a mushroom pie or a mushroom, mushroom cake. Pie. Sort of just like combine maybe year, some of know? the best uh, best. Yeah, you know, I mean. Wait, just so you know, Bill Graham rides in on the Golden Gate Bridge. A lot of speculation, but I'm telling you the facts right here on Shakedown Stream. Be bringing everything together again. This is second best. I make one more prediction. What's that? Bill Graham's going to come down in some balloon or something pretty soon. Well, that could be. I don't know. Uh, Bill hasn't uh, told me what's going on yet. I'm. I don't know, but uh, I'll tell him that. Balloon, I bet. Uh, well, I, I just predict he's going to come down when in the New Year. I know it does this, so it's not like a prediction. But say hello to him for me. I'll tell him that uh, that you made that prediction. And you say hello. And I say hello to all the deadheads all over the planet and those beyond. Well, on behalf of all deadheads everywhere, thank you, Father Guido Sarducci, and Happy New Year. Thank you. Happy New Year, everybody. Goodbye. Hi, this is Future Lady again. And things are starting to really wind up, and people are starting to get pretty excited out here. And I'm here with uh, Reverend Kesey, and I'd like to know if he has any predictions for the next few minutes. For the next few minutes, well, I predict that we'll come to the end of the year as we plan. But for the next year, next you throwed me there. For the next few minutes, mm, well, I'm not going to blow the whistle. In the next few minutes, I'm going to wait. This thing you have in your hand here, this is a, this is a what? This is the whistle. This is the year of the whistle, the Chinese year of the whistle. Blowing this will usher in the uh, New Year's. Actually, my prediction, you know what my prediction is? I believe Hunter S. Thompson is going to run for president and win. 
That's wonderful news. Hunter S. Thompson in 1988. Hunter Thompson in 1988 for president. Hunter S. Thompson in 1988. Tom, Future you lady. How much time have we got in 1987? I don't know. Uh, Bill Graham has stolen. Bill Graham has stolen the time blender. And oh, he's, no. he's attempting to delay uh, New Year's by at least five minutes. Oh, that's fiendish. It's very dangerous with Doesn't this many people. He could threaten everything by doing oh, that. Oh, we could get caught right in the nether zone where it wouldn't even be the New Year. We could get caught. That, that's correct. We could all be projected into a giant hologram we and suspended forever. We can fast forward. This. Let's do it right now. What do you say? Well, let's concentrate. Okay. Fast forward. Fast forwarding. Uh, There's that blender, man. It slices. It dices. It comes in a slice. I know. I think something's happening here. It seems to me that there's a big event just about to take place. Take a look at this watch. It says five minutes. Five minutes. Five minutes and counting. Future lady, you're from the future. What was the meaning of 87? I'm not at liberty to tell. Oh. But in, in the future history books, this will go down as one of the greatest years of double speak ever. The true, the double speak awards this year went uh, beyond. I mean, when you have a hard landing for a crash, and finally everybody says that, we've nailed this into the consciousness of the people. We will call crashes hard landings from here on out. Double plus. I'm good. going blind, Tom. I'm going blind. some sort of uh, guillotine. It looks like, no, that's not Robespierre. It looks like a riverboat. Yeah, it's a riverboat. Yeah, it's not a riverboat. It's, uh, oh, it's, it's a fiendish museum. Oh, it's got well, Frank Sinatra on it. There it goes out. Wait a minute, I, I didn't have a list. Tell us what's on it. Somebody gave me a mother list. <laughs> I've been terribly old I saw it, come on, let's remember that list. The list is coming out now. If I could just find a match, a flashlight, let's do it by your little twinkling gazebo. You got a, you, you got a light? light? A little yeah. bit of a light here. I'm trying to look for our list here, Mason. He left his heart in San Francisco. It's Tony Bennett coming here across from the old chat. No! It's the Golden Gate Bridge, ladies and gentlemen. 50 years of age, a beauty if there ever was one, spanning one side of the consciousness to the other, an actual bridging of East and the West, the blending together of the Buddhist and Christian consciousness here, up through the Kundalini, out the top of the head, and the crown of sparkling consciousness. That's why we can see this coming year, ladies and gentlemen. Where is the mother light? I can't read the list. Get that list out, Ken. I Where the hell is the fucking right. list? Who's got a flashlight? Oh, come on. That's a 10, that's a 5. There's a 1. Come on. There's a phone number. I got it. All right, the list. <laughs> 
The list. All right, here it is. I got the list All here. Right, let's get some light now. If anybody's listening, Ken. On the bridge. On the bridge. If anybody's right. listening, we have Father Unipro Sarah, yeah. the planner of the gum tree. Oh, there we go. There we go. We got a light. Sir Francis Drake and his wife, Lady Francis. Lady Drake, right. Uh, the Golden Hind and its four quarters. What is that? A lonely Indian also is on this bridge. That's good. And then uh, the Barbary Coast. I don't want the Barbary Coast to be. That's one of the parts. Oh, then there are dancing girls. I can vouch for that, ladies and gentlemen. They're dancing, all right. And then there's Joe Montana. It's Joe Montana. It is Joe Montana. He is hitting Jerry Rice. Jerry Rice is cutting back in under the flat. It's a play action fake. Oh, he's down. He's down. There's a flag on the play, though. That could have been the fourth. No, he's up. He's up again. He's now Jerry Rice is spouting fire. Get it, Uncle Sam. Okay, it's not Jerry Rice. The ball on the hill. And Larry Bird going for a three-pointer all the way into the next century. He's shooting from this century into the next century. He's doing a sin and... Soft rubber tender, 
I will not ask Faced with mysteries dark and vague Statements just seem
Zombie this room. The rainbows follow around and around the chamber, then explode. You left the smoking crater of my mind, I like to burn away. He come round and busted me for smiling on a cloudy day. Coming, coming around. Coming around, y'all.
Pearly Baker beers more than my wife.
tried to show you, but you drive me back. Your love for me has got to be real. You're gonna know just how I feel. Love's real, not fade away.
know our love will not fade away. Okay, uh, for our radio listeners only, we're going to take a break for local announcements. So these are local announcements, and uh, we'll be back. You know, this, it's not going to be a full set. There's going to be a, a few more songs, I'm sure. I mean, I think. I bet a tinker's dozen. And, uh, okay, in the meantime, uh, uh, I'd like to uh, in- introduce... Well, let's take a break before we start listening to Tom Davis. But that's the end of set two. Not Fade Away chant from the crowd. Grateful Dead doing Not Fade Away out of Throwing Stones, out of Warfrat. The other one, Space, Drums, Terrapin Station out of Uncle John's Band, out of Hell in a Bucket with the big Midnight Madness New Year's Extravaganza with um, Uncle Bobo coming in on the Golden Gate Bridge. And you could hear Ken Kesey talking and having some fun. He gets really intense about this stuff. Pretty cool. So, yeah, you know, one thing about New Year's shows, um, I always thought, is that they're good, but they're not really stupendous shows. I think that, um, you know, when they have to kind of keep playing, um, you know, basically starting a whole new show at midnight, you got to be awake. And uh, as they got older, I think it probably was a little bit harder to be on. But I thought when I saw this show posted, um, and it was officially posted December 1st, 2017 by Charlie Miller, I thought, this is going to be worth listening to. I've listened to quite a few New Year's shows, but I don't think I've ever listened to this one. So I hope you enjoyed it. And we still have some more. We have a set three where they are joined by the Neville brothers. Yeah. You know, of the of, of these run of shows of New Year's, um, I think three of the encores are Dylan songs. It's kind of interesting. I was just reading about String Cheese Incident for their encore for their 12-30-17 show at the Capitol Theater. They played Don't Let Go. I suspect as a, kind of uh, as a homage uh, to Jerry Garcia. The other thing I was kind of checking out, I've been kind of keeping track of the sunrise, the time of the sunrise and the, the time of the sunset. And since last week, we have five minutes more light since last week with the sunset waiting a little bit more to set since winter solstice. And that's cool. That means we're coming back around to the light. It's always kind of weird though, right? Because it's going to get colder. We're going to have real winter. Um, But that's just because we're a little bit farther away from the sun. And somebody gave me this list of good what do they call superfoods? And they said, Jer Bear, you should eat these things, especially starting with the new year. These these uh, these superfoods are really good for you. Let's see if I got this right. Moringa leaf, coella, spirulina, mint, matcha, green tea, wheatgrass, ashwagandha, 
turmeric, which is a great spice in Indian food, and the lemon. So, you know, I don't know where you can get all these things, but I remember the first time I had wheatgrass. I was in New York City on the Upper West Side. And I don't know what it did to me, but, you know, you get this little shot. And I was, like, out. Like, I passed out. My body was probably never had anything so nutritious and healthy in its life. And it was like, wow. But, yeah. I think that's... Um, as us deadheads are getting older, we have to think about putting more nutritious foods inside our body. And um, oh, the other thing someone said is you should drink a glass of water in the morning before you do anything, especially before you drink your cup of coffee. Because after you sleep, you rest, and your body does all this stuff and regenerates, you should give it some water and get yourself right at the beginning of the day. Let's see. I don't know. Um, we'll see what happens. But anyway, I'm sure everybody thinks about this stuff. But the big thing I say is, um, you know, we're only motivated by things that we really want. And so uh, setting New Year's goals and so forth, I think that's a little bit, you know, one, you can do it at any time of the year, but Pick something, like one thing that you just want to do and then see where you go. Right on. And this new book that I was kind of mentioning, it's called Eyes of the World, Grateful Dead Photography, 1965 to 1995. It's edited by Josh Barron, whose first dead show was in 1993, and Jay Blacksburg. Anyway, you all know him as a photographer. So that's a new book out, uh, one to look for. Right now, I want to get back to the show, 123187, The Dead in Oakland. This is uh, John Barlow, uh, who is here this evening. And uh, uh, John uh, uh, writes uh, a lot of lyrics for The Grateful Dead over the years. You work with uh, uh, the guys in the band Bob a lot and stuff, right? Yes. I don't know. This I is right. That's, that's right, Tom. I work with guys in the band and Bob a lot. And uh, what would you say, you're looking back on the new year, uh, John, this is a chance we have a couple of minutes here, what would you say would sum up the year of 87 for you? We lived through it. Yeah. You uh, look good, by the way. Well, thank you look you. healthy. You look, you're looking pretty good yourself. All right. well, thank you. No, it was a nice year. Uh, we made a lot of money and uh, didn't go completely nuts. Uh, by the way, we're very sorry about this uh, television uh, pay-for-TV price next year. Uh, we'll pay you to watch it. Hey, I'm not sorry about that, oh, okay. John. I'm, I think it's a good deal uh, all the way around. No, we had a we had a real good year. Yeah. And uh, I think it's going to be another good year. We're winning, you know. <laughs> Indeed, you are. Reagan Reagan is leaving office, and it doesn't make any difference who comes in. We're winning. Yeah, I think you're right. I think you're right. Look at these people. Yeah. They they seem to believe in something. I wish to God I knew what it was. I'm not sure what it is either. I can't quite put my finger on it. Uh, so, did you have a good time tonight? I sure did, John. Did you have a nice year? I had a pretty good year. Uh, I, I can't sum it up either, now that, did not, you have not to get, point the question at me. Because uh, all I can think about is what happened to me, and that's of no interest to anyone else. <laughs> well, okay. Uh, well, John, uh, let's look ahead to 88. Can you make any uh, predictions? Do you have any resolutions for the new year? 
well, I've given up everything now, and so I suppose uh, I'm going to resolve to start smoking, uh, start drinking. Um, you know, it's it's tough. Everybody talks about quitting smoking. What's really hard is starting again. They taste terrible at first. Yeah, and, and, and the I, other people annoy you when they light yeah, up. Yeah, yeah, right. yeah, and I tried uh, earlier this evening. It's not working so far, but I'm going to try to do that. Okay. Uh, we actually... Uh, we're going to write a smash uh, album, uh, see if we can really sell out this time. You see, this last album was an accident. We didn't try to sell out. I understand you were all surprised. We were very surprised. Yeah. Uh, so we figure that if we try... Now, let me ask you, yeah, past albums, did you have any that were predicted for big hits that disappointed you? No, we never thought we'd have a big hit. No. But, I mean, that wasn't the idea. Never? Not one song? I don't think so. No? No, not not for me. I don't no, know about okay. these guys. I mean, All right. Do they look like the kind of guys who would want no, a big hit? No, they don't. I'm not calling you on no, it. No, no. I, I mean, they just, if they wanted a big hit, they would have started out a long time ago wearing chartreuse leather union suits and, yeah. uh, you know, well, getting those really long sustains. Right, right. No, uh, it didn't happen that, that wasn't, way. That wasn't the kind of thing they want to do. I mean, what these guys really want to do is have fun, and they're good at that. Yeah. They want to have have fun in a way that will help these people have fun. Well, let me ask you, you got any new songs in the works? Oh, we got a lot of bits and pieces. Yeah. You know, uh, people always ask about the creative process. They want to know, a lot of people who don't understand uh, or don't write themselves, they want to know uh, what it's like and stuff like that. Well, all right. Uh, folks, the creative process works like this. You step into your shower, you turn on the water, a few notes come to you. That's the creative process. The only difference between us and you is that we go ahead and finish them and then try to make it so that people can play them in front of an audience. My God, that's as good as I've ever heard. That's, that's great. Thank you, John, for helping me out a lot and, uh, and Happy New Year to Happy you. Happy New Year. Thank you very much. Happy New Year, folks. It'll be a good one, I promise you. Well, there you have it. John Barlow with his predictions for the new year. <clears throat> now, uh, I think uh, we might be in time for some music. Uh, you ready? Yeah, so uh, I, I think I'm, I'm getting the flash. I think that Nevilles are going to jam with the dead. Yeah. Yeah, could be a couple songs, huh? Hmm, yeah. But uh, right now, they're going to throw someone out at me to entertain you. Uh, uh, I know, this is Al. Now, Al, can you show... Hal, would you would you turn around and show him, show him your back? This says, Binion's Horseshoe World Series of Poker Las Vegas. Now, where did you get that jacket, Hal? Well, this year, I won the World Series of Poker, the Omaha Division. And this was part of the prize, but the real prize was that bracelet. Well, congratulations, Hal, and there's probably a lot of people at home who recognize you for that. Uh, what do you, uh, you do work with the band uh, a little bit, don't you? Do you have an official capacity with the band? What is it? I'm their lawyer. I've been their lawyer for about 20 years. Very good, and uh, you're a very good lawyer, too, I might add. And you are? Wendy Weir. And this is Bob's uh, sister, of course, Wendy. And uh, what do you think, Wendy? How does this match up with other New Year's? How many have you been? Have you missed any? I've missed a few. Not many, though. 
Well, Wendy, are you ready to go? Let's get some music. What do you say? I think it'd be fantastic. I'd love to hear my brother okay, again. Okay, I think he's playing now. There. Right at I say no, you've got the baby. 
that's right, the women are smarter. Women are smarter, that's right, that's right, that's right, the women are smarter, that's right, the women are smarter.
Knock it on. 
Oh, that's the Grateful Dead's final set from 12:31:87 at the Oakland Coliseum Arena in Oakland, California. 
They did a knocking on Heaven's Door Encore with Aaron Neville doing some nice vocalization on that. And then the Neville Brothers contributing, Do You Want to Dance, on a Banana Boat song. And then good old New Orleans tunes, Ico Ico and Women Are Smarter. That's right. And then a little Phil Lesh chant. Uh, I enjoyed Tom Davis doing some MCing. Cool. You know, one thing about New Year's shows is, um, you know, we don't play them all the time. We usually play them around this time of year. And this is the first time I've played this one from 1987, which uh, was kind of the Reagan era. The Reagan administration was coming to an end. You know, not everybody was into Ronald Reagan. Um, I know that history has tried to re-spin him as uh, a great president. But at the time, we were all kind of with the Iran-Contra deal and some of his conservative ideas and administration. Uh, And I think we were even starting to feel like he's losing his mind. Um, So, but Hunter S. Thompson did not run for president, nor did he ever become president. It was George Bush. Well, it looks like we got a full moon out there. And this January 2018, we're going to get two full moons, super moons. We're going to get one in the beginning of January and at the end of January. That doesn't happen very often. Well, let's do some traditions here. I want to go back to Garcia and Merle Sanders from 1972 at the Keystone Corner in San Francisco.
Right on. Jerry Garcia and Merle Sanders. Yeah. At the Keystone Corner with a K in San Francisco, January 15, 1972, doing Expressway to Your Heart and One Kind of Favor, I ask of you. I will say some of the greatest or some of the best guitar leads by Jerry Garcia uh, have been on Expressway to Your Heart. I've been turned on to that notion, and uh, I think it's quite true. Uh, if you get a chance, there's a great article in Salon Magazine dated December 23rd entitled The Grateful Dead with a side of LSD-laced venison stew. It's, an, uh, it's a pretty good article in that um, it lays out the beginning. And, you know, one thing is the dead, especially Phil and Jerry, like they were experimenting with psychedelics uh, you know, before the Grateful Dead, uh, even probably before the Warlocks, which is kind of interesting. Also, I was I'm becoming reacquainted with the book The Grateful Dead Reader by David Dodd and Diana Spaulding, which is a collection of essays and writings uh, by various people, Steve Silverman, who you may know, other people that I don't know, but um, good stuff. I remember when the book came out, I remember reading it, but then, um, I don't know. I forget things all the time, but it's a good book. And the reason why I was turned on to it is there, there's an article um, about the song The Eleven, which is written by Blair Jackson, but he takes on another name. Um, so if you ever wanted to read something about that song, uh, he writes under the name Jack Britton, and the name in the article is called The Swirl, According to Garp, A Meditation on the Grateful Dead. I'm still really fascinated by the song The Eleven, but I think we played that one pretty well. I don't know if you know this, but there's some after-show material from 123170, which might be 1171 at the Winterland Arena. Let's check it out right here, right now, and shake downstream. Well, the joint was jumping, going round and round, reeling and rocking. What a crazy sound! Then it stopped rocking till the moon went down. It sounds so sweet. I had to take me a chance. Rose out of my seat. I just had to dance. Started moving my feet. Load clapping my hands. Then I kept on rocking. Going round and round. Rocking 
sounds sweet I had to take me a chance A rose out of my seat I just had to dance I started moving my feet Alone and clapping my hands And I kept on rocking Going round and round Yeah, reeling and rocking What a crazy sound Never stopped rocking Till the moon went down
That sounds like Yorma playing with the dead after their New Year's show. Rock me, baby. Rock me all night long. And before that was Around and Around, which probably kind of a new tune for the band at this point in 1970, 1971. They played it way back in uh, 1966, but it wouldn't be until later that they really made it a tune. Well, my dear friends... Uh, just a heads up, uh, in February, we're going to focus on those Fillmore East shows in February of 1970. So something to look forward to. But between now and February, it's going to be Jared Bear's choice. And so stay tuned. And uh, you'll find out what we're going to do next week. I'll give you a heads up on Facebook or somewhere. And uh, this is going to be... This next song is going to be one of the songs I want to feature throughout the year. And this version comes from 12, 28, 1979. Yeah. 
Right on. That's High Time from 122879 from Oakland, California. Hey, folks, Happy New Year, and we will see more of each other every week right here on MVYradio.com for more episodes of Shakedown Stream. Right on. Okay, see ya. Peace.